everybody, and welcome to Rise of the Podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm Kara. I'm Keith. And I'm Brownie. And as you can see, Keith is not here. He's joining us remotely. This is our first time doing anything like this. Yeah. Uh, we hope well, it's I not mean, a kinda. giant cluster. Yeah. Because when Jeremy was... Uh, well, that's a lot different. I was down in New, New Orleans. Orleans. You did a call-in. But that was pre-recorded. That was in the pre-recorded days. Oh, that's true. This is live, I suppose. Yeah, this is a whole different ball of wax. Yeah. I wish people could see what we saw and just <laughs> knew that this connection. But Keith, it has been a while because of COVID. I haven't get a chance to talk to you. How's it going? It's going great. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of have missed you guys. And it's even though we're uh, we're doing this, you know, with all the social distancing and all that, it's still uh, really great to talk to y'all. Yeah, you too. I swear one day we'll have the technology to have your video up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. It exists. By the time that, that happens, it's going to be like ha- in Star Wars having the uh, hologram. hologram. Oh, Chris could do <laughs> yeah. that as oh, soon as he got I, the no, feed. No, 100%. I, if, if Keith put himself in front of a green screen, I could make Keith look like a hologram on the show. That uh, is not hard. Guys, why aren't we doing this? Challenge accepted. Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, shouldn't open my on. mouth. <laughs> so before um, we got this today, Keith, we did a um, two Lego builds. And we haven't yeah, done a Lego yeah, build since January. So our old background fell down, the comic book one. So we did it in front of the um, R2-D2 background. So we had to set up the set. Do the Lego builds, flip the set for this, and figure out all the technical and details. And what time did we get here this morning, Jeremy? Noon, 11.30. It's been a long day. Oh, my it, goodness. It's just been a heck it's of a day. It's already been a long day. So <laughs> were, you guys a little rusty? were you guys a little rusty on the Lego build after not Jeremy having taped was. one since January? I definitely was. Yes, that's true. I, it got weird because in, in one of the in one of the the second build, Jeremy kept on like shoving pieces into my face, and I was like, I kept making mistakes because he kept shoving these pieces at me. I'm like, I don't even know where these go at this point, you know. Well, then we're trying something new, right? So we're pulling the Lego builds off of um, Rise the Podcast YouTube, and we're putting them on a new YouTube channel. And so we also thought, well, hey, we have the sets. People prefer reviews or maybe like reviews. So now, you know, one of our fans commented, Brad, he's like, go back and look at your old stuff and look at how far you've come. And so starting the reviews, it felt like a brand new start. Like I was a noob. (laughs) Well, that's really cool. And Brownie had mentioned that like a while back that he was thinking about um, the possibility of you guys breaking off different content into different channels. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome because you guys make so much content. And when you look at like some of the, the, channels with the more robust production schedules like you guys mm-hmm. i think of like collider they have different channels for their like different right. brands of content so i think it's super smart to do that well yeah. it makes sense because i mean the, uh, this channel is rise of the podcast you know it's like it's a podcast it's not right. legos so having our other channel is going to are we going to announce what the channel is or are we just going to leave that hanging That's in the our... limbo for a little bit or what Oh, I totally missed part of that. I'm still putting out some technical fires over here. Chris, <laughs> um, are we doing? Uh, are we going to release the name of the new channel yet? I'm, I think so. I think at this point. Well, have you bought the website yet? No. No, then we're not going to. do it. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're just baiting people to. <laughs> it's called uh, Brad's watching us on Twitch. Oh no way! Brad, hi. No way! I had to laugh because I replied to Brad's comment. 
And immediately I got the email notification. We got a follower. Like, <laughs> is it Brad or is it somebody else? Oh, uh, that's awesome. He says hello. I guess I should probably turn chat on. Um, yeah, oh, and yeah. then Brad, hey, we, we have a, a guest tonight. We have Keith back on again. I know Brad requested more. And Brad requested more Lego builds. So yeah, We're just, we, Brad, you own us at this point. <laughs> we did Lego builds. We have Keith He's our on manager. You tell us what to do. So before like, should... questions and chat start rolling in, I'm going to pick Keith on some of his stuff going on yeah. in his life. So, so, Keith, first off, your movie's out. Yeah, it's out. It's in the world. And so it's finally on Amazon Prime. It's available for anybody, correct? Yeah, well, I, it actually... Um, so I pulled it from Amazon Prime. Uh, so it's, oh. it, it, was, it was up on... Um, when I say Amazon Prime, what I really mean is free for Prime members. Um, and now it's available on Amazon Prime for a rental. Um, and you know it's super cheap. It's like you can rent it on SD for like ninety nine cents. Um, oh, cool! So, so yeah, but it's it's been on Amazon since the very end of March, which was great timing because it was the beginning of quarantine, and yes. uh, nobody had anything to do besides sit at home and watch stupid movies. So, <laughs> some, of watched, some of them watched my stupid movie, which was great. <laughs> That's awesome. Can you see or? Um being a like having your movie being the one that is in charge of it do you see like all your analytics through prime because that would seem pretty interesting they so amazon makes a few analytics available to film uh film owners so and and you know you guys are obviously really adept with the uh, youtube analytics yep. i see about like two percent of that <laughs> you know? and you know, of course amazon has a ton of data on my movie and all movies and i get to right. see barely any of it i get to see minutes streamed and number of streams and that's it and so well, you know yeah, yeah. Through, through some simple mathematics i can kind of determine how far the average person is getting into my movie before they maybe decide to switch to something else or just turn the TV off for the night and decide to come back for it. But, you know, that's, I'm kind of estimating at best. So, you know, all I have is those two analytics. Oh, and, and also how much money the movie is making on a month to month basis. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you know, it would be really nice to know things like, you know, what the Amazon customer was watching maybe before they turned on my movie or maybe when right. they turned it off, what they turned on afterwards. But stuff right. like that, unfortunately, is not available. Or even just like maybe where people are watching in from. Are they local? Are they far away? You mm -hmm. know, um, yeah. it's like we have people watch from all over the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not and, a lot you know, from all thing, over the world. And then also like on YouTube, like you guys generally know what device people have watched you on and also like mm -hmm. where they clicked in from, right? Like, so, you yeah. know, if it was a, Mobile, you know, if it was a suggested yeah. video or if they clicked on it through a Google search or a yeah, Facebook exactly. search, or something like that. So I, w I really wish I had the, that kind of data and could target my advertising a little better. Oh, absolutely. And to know, yeah, you can dial in if you're getting, or if you did run a promo and see what is bringing it in. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that you've done, which is like makes my day whenever you post <laughs> it. And when Keith, or when Chris went to call you, he brought up uh, your Facebook. It showed your most, one of your most recent posts was <laughs> the negative straight up feedback. And I love when, when we talked to you originally, you're like, tell me how it is good, bad. Let me know. And so 
Those straight up posts of people's rage or hatred is odd. I love They're just them. being salty. It's like it's not constructive criticism. They're just like Meh. It's like okay, yeah. well, thanks. <laughs> it, <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Um, they're like this one user. Um, oh gosh, what's the website? I think it's called Wheelhouse or something like that. It's like social media for movie buffs. Um, and he just wrote, "F this movie." And when I saw it, I laughed so hard. Um, <laughs> you, you know, and it's like when. When I have people, I'm, I'm, it's kind of like a, a little bit of a badge of accomplishment because I'm like, I have right. internet haters, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know you've made it when people hate like, you on the internet. Right, exactly. You have to reach a certain level of like, you know, I guess to use a business term, like market penetration to like even get to that point where people hate you. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> You know, when I read that, I'm like, huh, I've got a real movie. Because there are people <laughs> there are people saying F that movie about every movie ever made. You know, even right. Shawshank Redemption. Right. People are yeah. like, F that movie. Or Star Wars, <laughs> F that movie. Okay, don't hate um, me. I do not like Shawshank Redemption. Oh, see, that's Kara there for you. Oh, oh, I, I love that movie. I can't stand that movie. Sorry. Oh, I'm, I feel bad for you because you're missing out. It's wonderful. <laughs> I'm going to put Kara on the judgment cam right I'm now. sorry. <laughs> I just can't. It's. It's so emotionally draining. I, at the end of the movie, I would just felt like a vegetable. I was like, oh. <laughs> But you know they're going to fix up that boat and have a great life. Oh, Spoiler. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brownie, way to ruin it. <laughs> but, well, but it anybody watching, in the 80s. Anybody watching Shawshank, though, is going to be like, there's not going to be a boat in this movie. What's that Brownie guy talking about? (laughs) Oh, if only they knew. Um, So do you want to talk just a little bit for those who might not be familiar uh, with what Gravedigger Dave's Halfway House is? Oh, sure. So Gravedigger Dave's Halfway House is an anthology film, meaning it's a compilation of short films about ghost stories from northern Minnesota. And it's part of the viewer's task to to determine which stories are true and which stories have been made up. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. I was fortunate enough to go to the premiere of the film. Yeah. And uh, it was an uh, amazing environment there, getting to see Gravedigger Dave himself. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend, Matt Rasmussen. Who we've also had on the show. Who we've also had, yes. He has also been a guest of Rise of the Podcast. Yeah. Well, the last guest we had before you, Keith, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and, and actually, that, and yeah. I mean, that's a really fun episode, too. I mean, Matt is just like the most charismatic dude and f- the most fun guy ever, right? So it's like, oh, yeah. Any, so that guy could be in any venue talking about any subject, and it's going to be fun. Right. It's funny. So we had him on literally right before quarantine started, or, yep. you know, and, and then that. And yep. then on top of that, we, afterwards, we became friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I live vicariously <laughs> through a lot of his posts. And yes. it's fun for me because see, I don't post my own personal Facebook page hardly oh, yeah. ever. Yeah. But I see all of the uh, 1980s horror movies. And so I just went and watched the trailer because he posted like we posted the trailer for the blob. Um, and whatever, and then just like all these fun movies, and I've got to know him just through that, and it's been really, really fun, and it's cool to see him in your movie, and then I can't wait for his project coming out, the Ecto Cooler Resurgence. Yeah, I oh my cannot God. wait yeah. to see that. There is a movie trailer online. Um, you know, you can get it on Matt. Matt, we're talking about Matt Rasmussen here for anyone who doesn't know what Matt we're talking about on Matt Rasmussen's uh, YouTube channel, which is scary spoofy or his Facebook account or, or just by searching Ecto cool resurgence. It's a really, really awesome movie trailer. I, I just, I cannot believe like 
what he's done to get to that point. Just basically bought out an entire stock and has been <laughs> refrigerating it or whatever. I saw a post he froze on. It, didn't he? Uh, did he freeze it or just? He's got some. He's got some frozen reserves. Yeah. Um, he might be the possessor of the last ecto cooler on the planet. Oh, it's I oh be man. <laughs> it's so cool. I just I did see it. I've actually post. I've actually. Go, Go ahead, ahead, Keith. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you guys off. <laughs> oh no. Um, so I think we're a little delayed, which is why there's, you know, some some interrupting and whatnot. But anyway, so I've been to his house on a number of occasions where he's offered me an ecto cooler, you know, um, and I, I, I always I almost feel like, oh, God, like I don't want to deplete his stock. But <laughs> right. that is the kind of guy where it's like he joy, he gets joy out of sharing it, you know, and then so I'm like, OK, yeah, I'll have an ecto cooler. And it's so nostalgic to have a sub of it. And then he busts out the camera and he gets a shot of me drinking it. And I give a thumbs up. So I'm hoping that maybe there's a shot of me in the movie. But <laughs> oh, I might wind up on the cutting room floor. We, he we, was in we'll, movie, we'll just have to wait and see. Movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here, okay. I, I, have, I, have I don't know if I'm going to make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give him a dollar. <laughs> yeah. So I have a story about that stuff. So that's <laughs> my thing, right? Everybody's got, like, you grow up in a stereotype in every movie and in everything is that, Oh, you've got things people cherish, they save, right? So wine is a perfect example. So I bought into that hype. I bought into that hype a couple times in my life, and it has bit me in the butt every single time. <laughs> so in 2016, I, or sorry, 2003, I was 16 years old. I went to France with my dad, and we went, and you could drink at the time, and like over there, overseas. So my dad bought a bottle of wine, and we thought, this is really, really good. And so what I did was... I we loved it and I bought four of them and I was obviously underage but I told my dad my plan here's what I want to do we're gonna give one to my sister we're going to give one to my mom and then I want to save one to have on my wedding night it'd be this vintage 2003 bottle so at that time it would have been seven no uh 12 years 12 years sitting in my collection waiting to be saved for when Karen and I got married well here's what ended up happening uh, one of the bottles we drank when we got home right away. That was the fourth bottle, sorry. The fourth bottle was the one when we got back, we would drink it right away and celebrate it. So we did. We got home, we celebrated, we drank it. So I had three bottles left, uh, one for my mom, one for my sister, and then uh, the one I saved. So then the bottle my sister had, she came home one night, like three years afterwards, and she had venison, and she found out, oh, this is really good. What would what, you use to marinate it? And he goes, oh, this bottle of wine sitting under the under the counter. So my sister's bottle got used to marinate <laughs> steak. Okay. So it's like, all right, well, that's a bummer. The second bottle, my, my mom, I don't know what happened to it, but it definitely got damaged. And then one of the times when I moved, the bottle I was saving for when I got married, I had moved, and it was in the backseat of my truck, and when I emptied everything out that night and brought it into the house, the bottle of wine had rolled off the front seat, under or off the back seat, underneath the driver's seat, and I forgot about it, which normally wouldn't be an issue, but it was in winter. So the next morning, I came out, and I opened my pickup truck door, and all I could smell was booze or alcohol because the wine had froze overnight and popped the cork out. And so it was like, man, see, this is what you get. You try to save stuff, and then it just just never works out the same way. So that was, it's like I had bought these bottles of wine, and so none I of them. missed out on a delicious wine. Yep, none of them made it to our wedding night because they all got destroyed. So, the, like, I like the way Matt's like, here, have one, because you're giving him footage for his movie, and, and this stuff is meant to be consumed. So. Yeah. 
See, give me a topic and I can talk about anything. Yeah. That's like, ever, um, ever. <laughs> well, he also uh, is a big collector of action figures. And, you know, some action figure collectors keep them sealed in the original package and stuff. And Matt, yes. his attitude is like, no, these are toys. They're meant to be played with. Um, so you can take them all and you can take them off the shelf and have a look at them. And it's, it take a trip down memory lane. And, like, it's really cool. Um. Now, I just I just want to say real quick we're we're dropping some mad frames right now so anybody that's watching we're aware I've uh, sent out a couple sorry for drop frames messages <laughs> uh, the this will be totally clean when it goes up on Monday the uh, the canned version of this so um, anything you might have missed during the course of this uh, you'll be able to see at that point and it's like we're bouncing between literally zero connection and like 2500 so what we'll have to do is we're gonna have to lay a cable to every one of our viewers who is streaming and we'll just hardwire us to them yeah <laughs> so brad we're coming out there where you live we'll run a cable out to you we'll take it on the plane with us and whoever else is watching we'll run one to georgia i know there's one on california so. I'm all the way to Puerto Rico. Yeah, I'm all the way to Puerto Rico. Oh, my goodness. For, for a game. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyways, yeah. So, Ecto Cooler, I can't wait to see it, uh, Matt's movie. So, you've got to try some. Was it as good as you remember? It was absolutely as good as I remembered. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> exciting. So, I can't wait for that to, to happen. So, um, is it too. Here's what's the burning question on everyone's mind, Keith, is is there anything else coming from Hexagon Motion Films or Pictures? Pictures. Pictures. Get it right. Uh, you should be, Keith should be so mad at you right now. <laughs> right? I mean, if I were you, I'd just rage quit this chat and be like, no, you guys don't deserve me. I did think it was in no. films. That's why I did, you know. I would I would never snub the people at Rise of the Audio Cast. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> I am going to put that on listener mail wall here. Yes. Rise of the Audio Cast. Quote Keith. <laughs> Speaking of listener mail, if you want anyway, so to topic yes. for us to talk about, oh yeah, there goes Chris had to run his title card. There. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Keith. <laughs> so anyway, so am I am I coming through clear and everything? Yeah, you sound good. Cool, cool. So I am working on a sequel. So I had had an idea a couple years ago to take uh, submissions online of other filmmakers' short film to make uh, an anthology film with Gravedigger Dave as the host again, um, but basically make an anthology film of other filmmakers' content from around the world. Hmm. And I kind of shelved the idea um, to do the more locally-themed, Minnesota-themed anthology. Um, but when coronavirus hit, I was like, well, I, you know, I really want to do another feature film, but obviously, you know, Hollywood is shut down. I'm not Hollywood, right. but like, I also right. probably shouldn't be gathering a large group of people to make like an art project. <laughs> so I was like, well, you know, there's about a billion other spooky short films in the world that are already done. Um, and why don't I just put a feeler out and see, uh, you know, if people are interested in this and as we record this i've gotten 60 something short film submissions um wow. a lot of them are really really great um and the cool thing is that so you know matt rasmussen and i um and our other friend sean who's going to play another character will and brownie hopefully who will, will be able to help out with production when we actually get a date we're going to shoot the wraparound segments um that toss to all these other short films and my favorite thing about it is that some of these short films are made with a level of quality that like 
I probably could not achieve, you know, on my best day. <laughs> so it's like, it's, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to shape up to be a lot better than the first one um, because of, you know, it's going to involve film, other filmmakers from all around the world. Um, so that's something that really gets me pumped up. That is super cool. It, um, it, it, that's the part of the, I don't participate in film competitions because of like how good some people are. So when you, when you get those submissions, it's, it's going to be, I'm excited to see this yeah. come together. That's for sure. I'll say that. That is really exciting. And I mean, when I say around the world, it's, it's literal. Like, you know, I think I've got submissions. So out of 60 short films, I think I have submissions from like 30 countries. Most of them wow. are from the United States or um, or the UK, but there's stuff coming in from everywhere. Um, and it's all so damn good. And, you know, it's crazy what people can make if, you know, with a, a DSLR and a good script. Right. And so then you now have to decide, like, because you only have the submission. So it's like, are these real or are they, you know, it adds an extra element to it, you know, even for you as the person putting it all together. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think we're going to do the whole angle of is, are the stories true or false for the sequel. Um, there's, you know, I think the presentation of the shorts is going to be a little different. But, um, I, you know, I'm not really finished coming up with that concept because I kind of got to see what short films are, are going to make it in. Um, and then right. kind of write the wraparound segments with Gravedigger Dave based on that. Got it. It's 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 exciting. I'm glad people are able to overcome and still make production and still. I like how you basically adapted to the situation, you know, because mm-hmm. it's it's been tough. We we want guests down here in person, and you know, it'd be it's a it's a lot easier going live when it's <laughs> the person sitting right here. But it's just Seriously. not an option, you know. It's yeah. it's not an option. So it's cool that you're able to make something work. And um, like you said, just having these high caliber quality. You know, what we should do short films coming in. We should we should make a little plexiglass box, and our guests can sit in the box away from our germs. <laughs> the prize of the podcast well, penalty box. <laughs> At that point, Kara, we could just we just have one camera set up <laughs> over six feet away, and then they can just have their own angle. That's so they, they can sit back here with me. Yeah, they can but, sit back behind that's, Chris. That's yeah, what this, that's what the the seat is for. It's for the guests. I don't know. I I like the idea of the plexiglass box. It, it, it's like Cable Boy from Seinfeld. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to say, or we could just get a saw, cut the couch in half then, and move the couch. Or separate, like... We do have another chair. I yeah, was right, thinking, like, uh, pushing daisies, you know, how Ted and... Uh, it, not Ted. Um, the guy and the girl can't touch, because right. if he touches her again, he'll kill her. So they have, like, these... Like things that a plastic sh- shields put up, so they can't actually. Right, like even in the car and yeah. stuff, it's exactly. That's got the thing thinking. going down the like, middle. You know, um, he's just not. Just peeps, new COVID was coming. That's all. Right? Brad says hazmat suits for everybody. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, Gabe said that he sent in a listener mail. Are you? He did send in a listener mail. Do you want to jump to listener mail just for a second here? Yes, I will pull listener mail up and I will read it. Here we go. It's actually really, 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 say, really good that was listener said right mail. Right after the last podcast. Right after the last one. I want to do something with this, Gabe. I want to turn it in. When we used to shoot Star Wars every days, I want to try shooting a new version of that and tell people's stories. Mm-hmm. So yours kind of double dips for that, but I will get into it. And then 
Kara's got an extra frame. I can't reach it. And it, we'll <laughs> hang it on the wall. We will hang it on the wall. We need to hang Brad's. I, I need it. to stop at Hobby Lobby but, and get one more for Gabe's then, too. So Chris played the listener mail thing. If you would like your email read on the podcast, you can go ahead and send us an email. And while that little thing runs here, I will read Gabe's email. So here we go. Hey, guys. Gabe here. Boom. I became a Star Wars fan at 12 years old while watching The Empire Strikes Back on a Sunday Star Wars marathon on Spike TV. Nice. And one of my favorite scenes is Obi-Wan fighting Anakin on Mustafar. That, for me, is one of the best moments in Star Wars. I've been to a lot of Star Wars events here in Puerto Rico, and I've met a lot of people through Star Wars, just like how I found you guys. I could write a book on the people I've met while talking Star Wars. Long story short, I found you guys through Star Wars as I was looking for a podcast to listen to. Uh, may the force be with you, Gabe. So That's awesome. Awesome listener mail. And one of my, one of my favorite things is listening to people's like Star Wars stories. And it was really fun to hear your story, Gabe. And especially meeting people through Star Wars events. That's what inspired us to do the podcast was our time at Star Wars Celebration. Which we'd be at in like a week <laughs> if it wasn't canceled. Uh, so, you know, that's like uh, a really cool way to discover Star Wars, though, because like sometimes those like accidental movie discoveries where it's like, oh yeah, I was just flipping through the channels and landed on this like really great thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it, instead of like, I don't know, I guess the way I came to Star Wars was like getting f- fed it by like other people, um, but yes. like to just like stumble upon it and be like, whoa. This is insane. That would be a really cool way to discover Star Wars. Oh, right. Could yeah. you imagine? Yeah, just exactly. Flipping through the channels and go, oh, I'll give this a try. Right. And then it's just going in unknown. There's no hype then, right? That's one of Chris, right. Chris that's your thing. Yeah, I, I hate uh, when stuff gets sold to me so hard that it's like there's no way it could ever live up to how hard it's been sold. Like, right. If, if somebody came up to me and pitched Star Wars as hard as some of the things that they've tried to pitch to me, I would not have enjoyed it. Right. Right. So well, like and they've set an expectation and it's like if it doesn't meet that your expectation of that, it's gonna fall flat. Kinda like in How I Met Your Mother when um Marshall kept hyping up this burger and hyping up this burger and like they thought they found the place and the burger ended up just being trash. You know? Or if you like if if, if like a group of your diehard super Star Wars fans fan friends want to show you Star Wars you've never seen it before and so you go over and you watch it with a group of friends and they all love it and there's this like expectation that like you have to love it too and you're just like yeah I'm trying to get into it the way you guys are but if you're just like at home by yourself boom there's Star Wars on TV that's awesome Mm -hmm. it's just so pure it is it is pure exactly because people sometimes when you show them your favorite movie they watch you instead of the movie so their eyes are glaring at you and you're like (laughs) You, you over laugh. You say, ah, yeah, that was, fun. That was good. It. Yeah, you don't enjoy it. It's too stressful. Just like when somebody hands you Lego pieces, I yeah, guess. Yeah, Jeremy. I forced uh, Kara's enjoyment of building. I ruined Lego for Kara. Some, yeah. some I was trying tension to be nice. that happened before the podcast today. <laughs> we did another you Lego build. Mojo. Sorry, I was I was rushing Kara, trying to yeah. get her to enjoy building oh, um, speed build. G- Gabe says there's a sad part to that story too, and now they just sort of left it at that. So <gasps> I don't know. Don't you, are you going to send now. a part two to that email, or are you going to say something in chat? Yeah, good lord. We can't just say something. Like sitting that. here in anxious anticipation. Yeah, yeah we got to hear this. 
We should all so. just sit here in silence until oh, he responds. Oh my goodness, that this have you not learned anything from watching Star Wars in a group of people? <laughs> you can't just all watch Gabe and wait for him to make his response. <laughs> like just sit and wait, just beam into him. Oh my goodness, it seems like we're a little bit more solid connection. Well, that's good. That's so. good. So I. Go Keith, you had mentioned that uh, you had been exposed to Star Wars through your friends. Do you have anything that stands out as a particular like first memory of Star Wars? Well, um, I guess you know it was a combination of so the the real like deep like crazy fandom like the fandom you guys have was through friends. The way I initially discovered uh, the the first three Star Wars movies was through VHS tapes. Um, that I had in my house, I guess they were probably my dad's, uh, taped from HBO. But one of the funny things about like my discovery of star Wars is, okay. So spoiler alert, um, Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. I think I can say that That's probably on this podcast, but yes. I kind of just grew up knowing that to be true. Like I didn't get to discover that. Um, and you know, there's this amazing video of this kid watching empire strikes back and you see him uh you see him like watch that moment and you see his jaw drop mm-hmm. and sometimes yes. when i see that I'm like, oh, i never got to have that i just always mm-hmm. knew it to be true you know what i mean search your feelings you know <laughs> you know it to be true <laughs> exactly yes. I didn't even do uh, that deliberately. <laughs> no it's funny cuz this is like what he vader says to him i saw that kid and it is pure gold it is absolutely the precious thing of that kid he's just like what this can't be he looks angry for a second then he's all smiling and stuff it is really really when our kid shows up and we introduce him to star wars nobody better spoil it for our yeah, kid. nobody better spoil it because I'm gonna record that. Darth Vader's Luke's father. <laughs> oh, something we haven't announced to everyone. We're having a boy. Way we to go! Congratulations. Congratulations. The podcast Yay! Yay. Um, Keith, so, because you're on, you get to name it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the, so. Oh. Here's what's funny. Oh. <laughs> Mike, talk about pressure, jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, kid. We don't even. We have no idea what we're doing, so we're just gonna wing it. But Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Fett. yes, heck yeah. Can you imagine if his first name was Boba? I've been, I've been trying out. So I, I have a name that I like, but besides that, it's Slim Pickens. And I know five hundred people with this name, so it's like ugh, Slim Pickens, Manthe. It's not Slim Pickens. I, I've given you like ten names that I. Well, that no, I enjoy. I've been trying them out. I've been literally like, tr- just saying, how is sample name doing tonight? And, name. and then you look at me and you're like, no, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I try different ones. I have been. Brad uh, says he hopes that he brings balance to the force. Yeah, I hope so. He's the chosen one. He is. Anakin's not a terrible name. I've actually had patients suggest that to me. Anakin. It'd be sort of weird calling your mom and your son Annie, though. Right? Oh my gosh, right? Nickname, because my mom's Annie, and then Annie is the nickname for Anakin. But uh, um, that was I thought of a story, but now I totally uh, rain farted it. But... Oh, well. I'm supposed to have pregnancy brain, not you. It's vicarious pregnancy brain. It's right. very serious. Yeah, it's it's spreading. Hey, that's, a, that's a real thing. That's a real thing, guys. Yeah, Keith has had experience with the uh, children well, existing. That's right. How many children do you have, Keith? I have one child, and she is going to turn three soon, which is mind blowing. It's crazy. Oh, that is exciting. Yeah. 
It is exciting. I, because I, now, now, three, that is like, they're cruising around, they're talking, right? I mean, this is I mean, fun she's like a, she is a completely like independent human being. It blows my mind because, you know, I look at her baby pictures and I'm like, this was like yesterday. Now right. she like, she has interests, like she has movies and stuff that she likes and she has opinions on things and she's smart and like, I don't know, she, it, it's crazy. They, they turn into little humans so fast. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it, people, oh, I don't know, I don't know what I'm gonna do because <laughs> that's exactly it. It's, and they're, they're, they're unique like you're saying it, right? It's, so you love Batman and she, does she oh, like I love Batman? Batman. I so I've tried to make Batman a thing, and Batman is is a little bit of a thing. Like she she's uh, kind of into right. Batman, but I'll tell you what she's she's super into Toy Story, which is not a problem by me at all. Yeah. I I can watch I can watch the first three Toy Stories a billion times and never get bored. Yeah, right. Solid. That's awesome. Yeah, I love. They're timeless movies. They're absolutely timeless movies. So that's exactly, I just picture you at home, you like give her Batman, then she's like, no, Buzz Lightyear. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just like how Buzz replaced Woody, Buzz yeah, also replaced exactly. Batman. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Kara um, always says our kids are going to be nerds, but maybe like our kid's going to love uh, Sherlock Holmes and be very I'd be serious okay with or that. something. I'd yeah, Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes, Holmes is the OG. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just coming up with, you know, whatever, whatever's well, the uh, opposite of. Leave it. Leave it to a nerd to the first non-nerdy thing you can think of is Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what's going on in my mind. Or the his kid's gonna love Shawshank Redemption or something. His character, <laughs> like, and I don't know. Like, it'll, like our kid is just gonna straight into dramas. Just exactly. That's it, not Phantom like, of the Opera. I don't know what. I mean, what? That was not a drama. It's a. It's a. It's, it's a, a melodrama. It's. It's a musical. It's wonderful. Behold me and my scarred face in the rafters. Yes, that's oh, definitely that's a song from Phantom of the that Opera. That totally was not even a thing, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a couple of comments we need to get to. All here. right, okay. comment up. Um, Gabe did reply with oh, his whoa. deep, dark secret, Ooh. but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Brad says, is Jar Jar on the table for baby names? <laughs> you can call him JJ. <laughs> oh, hey, there you go, JJ. Have you guys, have you guys seen the, the meme of Jar Jar, and it shows I have a Jar Jar, and then the Jar Jar's in a jar, yep. and so I've got a Jar Jar in a jar, and like it just like. This and when you shake it, Jar Jar clinks. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my gosh. Anyway, continue. Sorry. All right. So now Gabe's. Uh, I actually haven't read this yet. I just it's a paragraph. Got it. Uh, and it ends with a heart emoji. So I, hopefully, the story turns out nice. Uh, Gabe says, uh, my grandma passed away to cancer when I was watching the moment where Luke saw Obi-Wan's Force Ghost on Dagobah. And in my mind, being a small boy, I thought my grandma had become one with the Force. And since then, finding Star Wars has been a special part of my life. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That, that, like, I mean, it's, yeah. it's sad, but that that has like sort of like a special place that like not not a lot of people can really relate to. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's re- it's really beautiful, actually. Yeah, it is. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Yeah. Um, and now I just, I don't know what she looks like, but I picture your grandma as a force ghost. Yeah. She probably wielding a badass lightsaber. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh. um, uh, Brad I don't think, says, I don't think uh, too many, oh, I don't think too many fans can like say that they have that much of an emotional bond with the thing that yeah. they're a fan of. Like, yeah. I just love Batman. There's no, right. I don't have any like story about it i just like it um right. but that's that's really cool game 
Um, Gwen says she hopes your kid grows up loving Jurassic Park. Hey, that's I a mean, great show. I mean, I'd be show. okay with that, too, as long as they don't super get into the Jurassic World ones. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then Brad said, uh, you don't have to buy any baby books. Jeremy has all the stories this kid will ever need. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh. Um, so that was, so we talked about Star Wars names, Hardy Har Har. So Keith, just to recap for you, is when we did our announcement picture, we put Padme coming December Padawan. 2020. Padawan. Padawan. Padme. Padme. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm out. No, I'm just kidding. Padawan coming December 20. I had multiple people contact me, and they're like, oh, Padawan's a great name. And I'm like, it's not Padawan. It means a Jedi trainer. That's how you know that people are lying to you. <laughs> yes, exactly. I know. So it's like, okay, wait. If I ever have a booger in my nose or something in my teeth, you're not going to tell me because you don't want to make me feel bad. Right. Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. Let me know. I got to get that thing out of there. You know. So That's no, we're not going to name the child Padawan. No. Um, Can you imagine the nickname being Patty? Oh, like nothing man. wrong with it, but like. I like the name James. That's the one Kara's not sold on. And I have compromised and said it can be middle name. But I know five gajillion Jameses, and I'm like... And it's she doesn't like the nickname Ginny. for James. That's, a, she has a, that's the reason See, I why. Don't, I don't like... I'm sorry if your name is Jim. I do not care for the name Jim. Well, let's ask... Well, I'm going to talk to Jim after this, and you're going to be real upset. Well, here's what's funny. His name's James, and you're calling him Jim. Does he prefer James, or does he like Jim? Uh, The only thing he doesn't like is Jimmy. He doesn't care what you call him as long as it's not Jimmy. Got it. So James, Jim, just not... So Jim Bob? Oh, my gosh. I I don't know if that's ever come up. Jimbo? That just solidified it. Jimbo is a thing. I don't know if he... I guess I don't know if he likes Jimbo either, but... Got it. All right. Yep. Nope. Yeah, you, you guys are, this is not happening. You guys are losing fans by the second here. Uh, <laughs> Justin says, Justin is a great name. I know several souls with the name Justin. <laughs> okay, so every single time I have a male patient, you know, they're like, oh, you're having a baby. You know what you're having? I'm like, yeah. And, you know, boy. And they're like, when they're leaving, they're like, don't forget. XYZ is a great name. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Alexander I'm, is a great name. <laughs> I'm going to put you on blast. Oh my God. I actually really like the name Chris. But we cannot name him Chris because you're Chris. You can we, call him Chris. Call me Brownie, which everybody on earth except for you does. <laughs> <laughs> I like the name Chris, but I was like, damn it. I looked at Carol. I was like, we can't name him Chris. Well, you name him like Kristoff or something. <laughs> Um, um, uh, Brad said Mace is a pretty good name too. Mace is? isn't bad. Mace. Mace? That is, that's see so Mace Manthy. That's pretty badass. <laughs> that's pretty cool actually. Mace that, Manthy. That's really fucking or freaking cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm excited. Sorry. He's excited. Hopefully we now drop we, those frames. Now we, now we can't name him Chris because the real one's a rogue. Yeah, I just go. I made this a PG-13 podcast oh my now. Gosh. Well, and, and Keith, you've seen Office Space, I hope, right? Oh, yeah, of course. It's great. So Chris Brown always reminds me of the fact, like, you know, Michael Bolton in that movie. Like, I had that name before that guy did it first. (laughs) Michael. I forgot about Michael Bolton. That's great. (laughs) Yeah, yep. And so uh, I almost said Michael Keaton. But, yeah, Michael Bolton. And then, like, he's in it first. And, Chris, you're older than the singer. Are you not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you are. I I, I released – this is a funny story. I released an album before that singer did. Really? Uh. (laughs) <laughs> when I was when I was working at the gas station, um, 
So, so you know Pat. Right? Yep, yep. So he's the store manager. As a joke gift to Pat, the assistant manager and the shift manager and I recorded a, a zero rehearsal, one take acapella Christmas album with like 30 songs on it. Oh my gosh. And it was a train wreck. It was the absolute worst. Like, it, none, like I am a bad singer and they're like maybe middling to fair. And uh, it sounded like a train wreck. And he thought it was so hilarious. He made us play it all day on Christmas. Really? Oh At gosh. the store? At the store. On the we had a little radio there with a CD player, and we played it all day. And like people, like when people would notice, they'd be like, "What is that? <laughs> <laughs> this is not Barnes and Noble. This is not good music. This is yeah. It was. Uh, but so I did release an album before him. Oh, there you go. Um, Chris so got a couple of comments. Uh, well, while you're saying that really quickly, I just want to say I was called out for calling you Chris and not Brownie. Yeah, I cannot tell you how many when I reference you, I use your first and last name so people don't get you mistaken for another Chris. I have on can, can't count on my hands the amount of people said you know Chris Brown. It's like oh, yeah. not the singer, people. Not. Well, but the you can singer. say, but he is a singer actually. But this is my friend. Like on this is way better than the singer. Calling him Brownie though, like to somebody who doesn't know him doesn't help either because I was on the no, phone exactly. with my mom a little while ago and she knew I was going to do a podcast and I'm like alright mom I gotta go Brownie's going to be calling me soon she's like who's going to be calling you soon I'm like Brownie oh Brownie he, you know his, it's it's not his real name it's, people call him Brownie don't worry about it it's because so <laughs> it, even, even just calling him Brownie still requires an explanation when you're talking to people who don't know him mm-hmm. well so the thing you need to know about me is I just always require explanation no matter what <laughs> Um, it would be really funny if your grandma was if you said oh Chris Brown is calling me and she's like oh what the singer yeah (laughs) grandma (laughs) listening to Chris Brown oh man Justin's like I need to hear this album (laughs) my sister said Kevin who was the shift manager sounded good he did have a decent voice and Eric had a decent one too uh, Brad bleeped me out (laughs) he put bleep for my accidental swear word (laughs) Uh, Gabe says, call him Gabriel. That's a good name. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Justin said, we need to bring the Ernest back. Ernest isn't a terrible name either. I like Ernest. But the, but the nickname Ernie. I like Ernie. Okay, so here's the thing. The first guy I dated. <gasps> Jeremy, are you ready okay, for this? So he was adopted from Colombia. <laughs> and his name when he was adopted was Ernesto. That's such a good name. That's actually a sweet name. But... Which is Ernest. Ernie. In English. So did you call him Ernie? No. His parents changed his name to Wested. Well, I would have been... Did you say Wested? Wested. W-E-S-T-E-D. Like you went west. You Wested? Yes. And his nickname is West. (laughs) That is infinitely times worse than Ernesto. His name... Yep. His name was Ernesto. Ernie. I like so, yeah. it. It's got that dramatic anyway. Latin flair. But anyway, I dated I dated in earnest, so no, sorry. Well, that's off the list. Well, did All you right. date a Gabriel? No. So that name is available. Oh, and the funny thing with with uh, Wes, his dad's name was Bert. No so way, it was Bert and Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. So it was gonna. I was gonna ask that question. Is Sesame Street Ernie? Bert and Ernie. Ernesto? Or no, Ernest. I, I, I think it's just Ernie. Ernie. Just it's Ernie. Ernie? Yeah. It's not but so, so I'm going to say I like Ernesto. You also could do like Roberto and call him Bert. Bert's, I think Bert is an underrated nickname. I don't know. 
I like Scandinavian names and then really old, like old time names, like 1920s type but, thing. Well, so, James has been popular for 250 but again, years. There's just so many, and right now it's like in the top 10 for 2020, and I, it's like. I, well, I, like Robert's not bad. He's going to do Rob, Bob. Bobbert. I don't like the name Bob. Bobbert. Okay, so funny, I, I didn't date. A friend of mine in college, his name was Robert, and we'd call him Bobbert. Wow. Watch your own Bobbert. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so, okay, <laughs> this is going to be more difficult than I realized to come up with a name. There was another name that we came up with, and I can't think of it, that what was another Recently? one we got stuck on. Yeah, that I liked, and then you said why we couldn't do it. I don't know. There's been so many. It's been a lot. I'm trying. I you call him California. And I then tried you call Malachi. Cal. I like. I think the name Malachi is great. That's and far like, too biblical for me. Jeremy's like, it sounds like somebody who'd go around beating other kids up. And I'm like, yeah, Do you exactly. Know anybody by the name Malachi? But like, so here's the thing: it's so many syllables. What are you gonna call him, Mal? Okay, Firefly. Hello. His name is. I his nickname is Mal. You call him Kai, I guess. You could no. Malachi. We've also gone through Arlo, Ruben, Judah. Judah, which people are going to think is Judas, and he's a betrayer. Yeah. No. Methuselah. Methuselah. So what, his nickname would be Meth? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they call him Thuzy, duh. Thuzy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Justin commented Methuselah right when I said, because there's a lag in the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So I beat you to it, Justin, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, if we if we crowdsource this, it would just end up being Kitty McKidface or something. Yeah. Right. So, Man the child. Man-face. Yes, or the child. The yes, child. exactly. Because you know who doesn't love Bodie McBoatface? Yeah. Oh, it's true. So we can't we can't give that one away. Well, you hear about Macaulay Culkin crowdsourcing a middle name, didn't you? No. Did and you hear about that, Keith? I I had no idea. He had posted about what, it on his so Twitter. What did they come up with? So his the the name that everyone chose was Macaulay Culkin. As his middle name is Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Did you snort, Kara? Now let that one go. No, it's Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Yes, yes. that is amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> that is the best. You, you could name your kid Macaulay Culkin <laughs> Anthony. Right. Oh. You like how people do like so? There's like George Washington Carver or right, whatever. Yeah. So you can do. Macaulay Culkin Manthe. Oh, man. Um, poor, poor child. They have to live with this name so forever. Brad suggested Martin, but spelled E-N, because he's a soldier of God and war, or soldier oh. of the God of war. So People dropping that's sweet cool. knowledge on us. Martin yeah. Manthe, that's not bad. It's not as good as Mace. I like Mace the best, honestly, so far. I Honestly, I still like Mace Manthe also. That kid, he's going to grow up to be a private eye or something cool. Right. He's going to smash eye. people hard. That's all I know. A little bit of light side, a little bit of dark side, carry around a purple lightsaber. Exactly. Mace James? Well, because Kara said I can have James as a middle name. So you know what's funny? Uh, Jim Mallory, the guy that I know, James. Yes, yep. Uh he, on his Facebook, one of his nicknames is Mace, but spelled M-E-I-S. So I always see James Mace, and you just said Mace James, and it's just like Whoa, tripping with yeah, me. Yeah. Mace James isn't bad at all. No, it's not. Well, MJM, that's a cool nickname, too. Keep watching, because in December, you'll find out what we actually yeah. decided to go with. If you baby. if you donate $1,000 on Patreon, you can name their baby. <laughs> <laughs> it took more than $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> All 
uh, Gwen said put a silent J in front of, of me so everybody wins. Oh, okay, yeah, yes. that was Jeremy wants to keep the J's going in the family. My dad's Jerry, and then I'm Jeremy, and then James. It would have just it would have been I would have been fine. See, and then if you have a little girl, you never Jesse. No, no, because then it's... And then you have a cat named Meow. Stop that Pikachu. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jesse James and Meow. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. We're blasting off again. Yeah. My oh. goodness. We well, that drug it to a screaming halt. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How do you follow that up other than doing an impression? Because that's what Kara does Jesse really, really well. Oh, so. man. But being on the spot. Yeah, that's all right. We can we can move past. Actually, so Keith, can you do any impressions? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Very good. I got Jeremy nothing. Actually does, Jeremy does a decent James. Yeah, but, well, so we'll, we'll name the kid Coffin. <laughs> right? See? He does a good James. No. And Jesse just gets really loud, so I don't want to blast anybody's eardrums oh, out. Here's something sort of uh, Nordic. You could name him Jensen. Well, okay, so when I hear, when I hear Jensen... My immediately my immediate thought is the Jetsons. Oh, okay. It's not a bad name, but I immediately think of the Jetsons. Oh, I remember. We picked up another name. That's what I was gonna say. It's her cousin already named her child oh, that recently. Eli. Eli. I like Eli a lot. It's a cute name. It's a cute but name. Yeah, my and we like named her kid that. We like Oliver. But well, that's our dog's name. <laughs> we already used up our You're good name. named after the, the dog? We named the dog Indiana. <laughs> I do love Indiana Jones. His name is Sala. Sala's a cool name. What is? Sala. That's Maybe. Indiana Jones' friend. It, it, yeah. yeah. Sala. That's not a bad name. Uh, Justin yeah, says Max true. Rebo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Keith, sorry that you got sucked into talking baby about names. baby names all night. How... When did you? Well, I've, you I've been down the road before. They never end. <laughs> you don't have to say what it is, but when did you know? When did you guys know, like right away, or did it take you to the last minute? Do you remember? Yeah. Oh man, it's a blur. I know. I so we had one name kind of sort of picked out, and uh, then I told my mom and sister what that name was, and it immediately got vetoed as not the name because I told it to them. So, so don't do that, Jeremy. I got in big trouble got over that. Um, and then, yeah. so when we decided on Olivia, I don't even, I don't even know. I mean, I think, I think we like had it in our back pot, pocket as like a strong possibility. And then when, when she actually, you know, came into the world and we met her and we were like, okay, yeah, she's an Olivia. So I don't think it was until she actually arrived that it was like a final, final decision. Set in stone. That's what I hear from a lot right. of people. Like I've, I've known so many people who they've been set on a name. And then baby comes out, they take one look, and they're like, wow, you are not a John. You know, like, so, I mean, we can be settled on a name. Right, and then change but it. But then baby can come out looking like a Fred. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, what does a Fred look like? Yeah, yeah well, like apparently this. your baby. Okay, <laughs> seriously, though, have you guys not ever met a person where you look at them and you're like, you hear their name and you're like, you look more like a, a Rachel. Like, you don't look like a Catherine, you look like a Rachel. Have you never met somebody oh, that, like that? I've definitely had that experience. So, I mean, the, like that. the trippy, weird one for me <laughs> is try to picture myself with a different name. Mm-hmm. And it's like you try on different names. Has anybody ever done that? Like, I thought, like, hmm, would I be a good Kevin? You or look like I a Jeremy, a good... though. That's the thing. Yeah. I can't stick on one besides Jeremy. I was supposed, I was going to be an Elizabeth. Hmm. I can see Elizabeth though. You think I can so? see it. Yeah, it's yeah. I think You're, yeah. That's a good fit. So I was. But Kara is a great Evelyn. fit. I like Kara, 
But I mean, I have not found a name other than Jerry. Good recovery, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, my, my maiden name's Havenstein. And so I was going to be Elizabeth Evelyn Havenstein. And my mom and dad were like, uh, that's going to be a long E-H. name to spell. And a lot of so, syllables. A lot. So then they end up shortening it to Kara. And yeah, I don't know if we're doing middle names here. So whatever. That's fine. You're good. All right, I, we, we have some chat to catch up All right, with. let's get caught Sorry. up on chat. Um, so, uh, oh, dang, Brad definitively says Kara is not a Liz. <laughs> um, <laughs> Justin said, wait, is this the Keith of Gravedigger Dave's halfway house? Yes. If you want to know, he is the one who added it to Letterboxd, which is why it's popping up on random movie lists as of recently. Oh, hey. interesting. Well, thank you. Thank you for doing that, Justin. That's awesome. I didn't even know that Letterboxd existed. Um, Justin also did a fantastic review of your movie too yeah. back oh, yes. in March. Yeah. Really good. I know he was he was a lot kinder than the movie probably deserved. Um, so <laughs> thank you, Justin. I he so when when you were reading comments from a Justin, I was like, Oh, I I bet it's the Cinephile Justin. Yeah. yeah. It well is. he's posting at Cinephile Studios, I'm just saying Justin. So. Oh, oh, okay, there you go. Um, we got a couple other name suggestions. We'll just run through real quick. We've got, uh, Brad says he didn't say Elroy in response to the Jetsons. Elroy, I think not a terrible name. I Um, I don't mind that actually. It's close to Eli. Uh, It's like, it's an old name, but it hasn't come around. So like every single kid has that name. Yeah. That might be a contender. We'll see. You can shorten it to Roy if you wanted to. Mm -mm. I have a story about the name Roy. Remind me to tell me the story of the name Roy. It's fine. It's not going to make you not want it. Um, Gwen demands to know what name got vetoed by your sister and your mom, Keith. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 wow. That's a fun. It's uh, Anna. And it didn't get it didn't it didn't get vetoed by my mom, my sister. It got vetoed because I told. So really, it got kind of got vetoed by my wife. She was not happy. I had like spilled the beans on what the top contender was I for see. our daughter's name um and it was like i don't know it kind of like spoiled the name so, so yeah. but you know maybe for kiddo number two we'll see yeah we i don't i definitely want to keep i was more than happy to let everybody know that we were having a boy but i definitely want to keep the name under wraps because you hear about people who are pregnant at the same time and they end up stealing your name I was oh, just about yeah. to say a story about that. And so I, I want to keep the name under wraps from family, from everyone until baby's born. And I know, like, your mom will probably, and my mom will probably be like, so what's the name? So what's the name? Oh, so, get ready for months of that. Yep. We're going to have to. All right. I have a compromise for you. If you want to name your child Chris, but you don't want to call him Chris, you name him Christopher James and call him CJ. <laughs> CJ is not bad. CJ Manthe. You'd mentioned Kristoff. We could oh. his nickname could be Toff. I yeah. like Kristoff because I love Kristoff Waltz. Waltz. Yep. Ooh. There's some options. Now I will say this though. Uh, I don't know that's if that's the name. <laughs> it could, I repeat. <laughs> like here's the thing though. Kristoff is from also from Frozen. So what? Okay, I didn't know if that would make a difference. Yeah. I do like the name, but I do think the name, like, Toph is from Avatar. Grant, it's a girl, but I think yeah. Toph could be a boy oh, or a girl. Oh, and badass, too. Yeah. Right? I'd be an earthbender. Interesting. Um, Brad says, Kara's facial expressions on these names. It's okay if uh, you can say 
Hell no, it won't hurt my feelings. <laughs> um, I'm Minnesota nice, Brad. I can't do that. <laughs> Ashley says you should name him Jet. That's a cool name. Jet Jet's not big. Okay, so Two T's. We're, we're, we just finished watching the last the season of DuckTales that, um, that's on Disney+. Plus. And so there's Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And in the new DuckTales, <laughs> their mom comes back. And spoiler. she hears their spoiler. They she finds Della, out their names Duck. are Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And she looks at or this is awesome. She looks at Donald. Scrooge. Donald's not there. Oh, it's she right. She looks at Scrooge and she's like, "You oh. named them what?" <laughs> she was like, "They were supposed to be Jet and uh, Turbo, Turbo, and what was the other one?" I don't remember, but the he, the blue one goes. I, I could have been Turbo. <laughs> Awesome names. Yeah. Also, okay, so speaking of cool names, so this is from a cartoon show from Johnny Quest. You can name him Race. Uh, j- voiced by James uh, Arnold Taylor. James Arnold Taylor. Really? Johnny yep, Quest. The guy Test. Who did- Johnny Test, not Johnny Quest. Johnny Test, yeah, the, sorry, the Johnny Quest. Quest. This is the 60s. Oh, there is sorry. a difference, Johnny. yes. I heard Johnny Test, not Johnny Quest. But yeah, no, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can name him Race, because Race Bannon. That's a cool strong name. Like, um, Ashley says David says Jethro. Ooh. That's a little too redneck for me. Uh, redneck. <laughs> Brad says that Kara upgraded on the last name. Oh, thank you. <laughs> awesome. Wait. Just bump to that. You upgraded. Oh, yeah. uh, Gwen said Toph is good. Give him some rocks. Ha! Right, exactly. Be an earthbender. Um, so Justin wants to know a little bit about your uh, next movie project, Keith. So I don't know if you want to do a quick recap. Um, recap what, away. Oh, or, I mean, any, or anything else. I was actually t- uh, uh, typing to Justin as you said that. So, so uh, the next movie project to recap is um, it's an anthology film that's kind of crowdsourced from filmmakers around the world. So the shorts are coming in from I think thirty different countries now, um, and there's sixty short films that I've currently received. And Gravedigger Gravedigger Dave will again serve as host. And uh, so it's kind of going to be a, a different ball game for the second one. So I'm really excited. It's really shaping up to be uh, re- a lot, a, a lot better than the first one, and just like a really cool project. It's gonna be awesome. Aiming high, saying a lot better than the first yeah. one. I mean, I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, why else do one, right? Like, yeah, exactly. If you don't, if if you don't go into a sequel thinking this is going to be a lot better than the first one, you probably shouldn't I mean, even that's... do a sequel. That's true. It's like, this one's going to be a lot cash grabbier than the first one. <laughs> 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 That's how I'm operating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Juliet just tuned in. Oh, hi, Juliet. Juliet. Well, you're in for a treat, Juliet. So we're having a boy. Yeah. And we've spent the last 30 minutes arguing over <laughs> possible name choices. You know, some All of the just names... to find out that Kara doesn't want it to be known until the baby is born. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm taking all the suggestions I can get. And like That's I true. said, we could be set on a name and then baby could come out and it could be, oh, I, <laughs> you do not look like what we had picked out, you know? Yeah. I say we bring in the wheel, Chris. We write down all the suggestions oh, on the wheel and we Ooh, spin it. I like that. So we, we, what we have to do. <laughs> the smile on your face with that idea, Jeremy. <laughs> what? I feel like, hmm, I like that idea. Here's the thing, though. We'd have to get two wheels, one with first names and then one with a choice of middle names. Wait, what's that bird's name? Morai. That's a sweet name. Morai? Do you know it's also a, a Bible name? Is it? It's Esther's dad. Mordecai. Mordecai is Esther's I, dad. I, like, I honestly really like Mordecai. Mordecai? 
You can, call, you can call him Morty if you wanted to. Like, Morty, we gotta get out, like to the portal, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> There's like the Council of Ricks. Uh, Morty. <laughs> Morai is not a bad name. I feel Morai would be more like a middle name. Just like... Brad says James. the Wheel of Destiny. The Wheel of wheel Destiny. Of the name wheel. Someday right, we tell our wheel. kids, so we picked your name based off of a, a spinning wheel. Man, that's a way cooler origin <laughs> story than my name. <laughs> Is it you have an origin story or are you just being funny? No. Oh, okay. I'm going to tell you the story of, oh, crap. What was it now? What was the name that I told you to remind me of? I don't remember. Because I always forget until I hear it and it's like, Roy. Roy. Roy, yes. Okay. So... <laughs> I I knew a Roy growing up, right? And that's the only Roy I've ever known. And uh, not a particularly noteworthy person, but just know that I've only ever known one Roy. And so I'm hanging out with a buddy of mine, mid-2000s, and I was, like, working on a short story, and I was like, I need, like, an evil supervillain name, right? So I'm hanging out with my buddy, and he's like, what's, what's right off the top of your head, what's, the, what's a supervillain name? And he's like, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Roy. So now... <laughs> I forget that the name exists, and as soon as I hear Roy, I immediately think of that conversation. I was like, oh, the supervillain, you mean? <laughs> How do you get supervillain from Roy? I, that's, the dude has just such a wacky sense of humor. I'm sure he was trolling me. But it's just so funny to me. Like, So I can't hear the name Roy without thinking of like the supervillain. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so sorry. I thought that was a funny story. Anyway. So this is just a random for Keith. So, Keith, you haven't seen Chris much in person just because Chris works from home now. And you still go into work, don't you? Right? No, I'm, I mean, I'm mostly from home. And it's funny. I haven't seen home. I haven't seen Brownie for, man, what, like four months? And then I saw you twice this week. And now we're on the podcast together tonight. So yeah. it's like I went from like no brownie at all to all the brownies. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I prefer um, I prefer all the brownies over no brownie at all for the records. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. So just because you guys both enjoy the technical aspect of video production and film production. So we thought our podcast stream, this new setup we had, that lightning bolts were causing interference. <laughs> oh, you're gonna bring with this our equipment. Up. Oh, sorry, guys. Thanks for watching the stream. Chris's no, cell phone closer, was Chris. too close to the stream <laughs> equipment. It was causing green, like green flashes and interference. But it was really funny. The last three weeks or whatever prior to that, we had lightning storms in Cloquet each time. So it was like the whole correlation causation yep. you know, not yeah. linked. But yes, Chris's cell phone turned out to be the culprit. So I just, if you guys were, you know, around the water cooler at work, I would say you probably would have heard the story. But because you haven't seen each other, really, I, I just thought that was funny. Just thought you might get a kick out of it because. Well, it you know, at work, whenever, whenever I mess up a shoot, I always blame it on an act of God. She's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, lightning. Oh, it's got to be. Earthquake, you know, right. fire falling from the sky. There's a plague of locusts, and that's why it's out of focus. <laughs> <laughs> Coming off a of Lake Superior. <laughs> uh, Juliet says, no, not Roy. <laughs> uh, the one, uh, she, she said, in reference to Mordecai, she doesn't want to try and typing it in. She doesn't want to misspell it. <laughs> or your auto filter for swear words will probably be like, what are you trying I'm to say? I'm still actively editing that. Like, Justin tried typing album, and apparently bum was one of the filthy words. So it says A-L, star, star, star. And just pictures of kids in school, and somebody says bum, and the teacher's like, no, you can't say that. That's a swear word. Go to the principal's office. <laughs> Kiss my bum. 
Oh, man. And that was the other thing, too, is, okay, this is just a fun thing to think about. Sorry, you're wrapped into story time, Keith. That's that's all there is to it. Is, uh, that's what whenever you go to, is about. Uh, right? right? Whenever you go to your friend's house, you make a new friend when you're a kid, right? Sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade. It doesn't matter. You make a new friend, and you go meet their parents for the first time. You realize kids grow up with different words that are considered swear words. Oh, yeah. So, like, one house, you can totally say fart or oh, yeah, yeah. whatever, right? And, I mean, I went to a friend's house, and they, fart was a swear word. You could only say toot. Who was that? It's like... I don't want to put, no, but it's just not going to put him on blast. It's not going to put him on blast. I but. couldn't say fart as a kid. And fart. Fart's totally fine. Couldn't say fart. Couldn't say dang. Couldn't exactly. say exactly. So Harry like Seinfeld. Fart's <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, so damn's another one. I could totally say damn. And then for some people, that's inappropriate. You know, I mean, you got the big ones. You got the low hanging fruit, you know. The female dog. The thing I said the earlier F- in the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get that. But yeah, the poop word. <laughs> poop could be inappropriate to some people. Yeah, it's stool, Jeremy. It's a stool. <laughs> I need so. to go to the restroom and make a stool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. So I would just picture that joke being on Parks and Rec, and it's Ron, and he actually, like, makes a stool. <laughs> like, wood turns one out of wood. I don't know if that's what you're laughing about, or just the fact that there's a stool in the back. Chris has absolutely lost it. I mean, Chris lost it. I lost it. I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> How's the weather there, Keith? How's it going? <laughs> Where are these two? Are yeah, I, in this I don't know if I've ever, heard, I've ever heard Brownie laugh that hard before. Oh, my goodness. It happens a few times. I hate how funny I think I am. <laughs> That was Brad's email. He says he loves how funny Chris thinks he is or whatever. It was, that was too good. But then when Chris starts laughing, I start laughing and Jeremy's like, I don't know what's wrong with you two. <laughs> he still needs a minute to... Well, then oh Brian's sitting back there laughing. He had to leave the freaking room. <laughs> oh, what was, what, when Jarrett was down as a, like as a, as an audience, he was losing it laughing so hard at some of the jokes. And, oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to read this since Brownie can't. Gwen writes, Brownie is so pleased with himself. <laughs> oh. Oh, my, my self-satisfaction level is off the charts. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Anyways, that was just one of my stories. Was as a, like as a kid, I just remember going over and it was like somebody else's parents telling me you can't say that, and then I was like, oh, all right. And then you go somewhere else, and it's like you can't say that either. And mm-hmm. so that was just a long. Basically, any euphemism of a swear word, I was not allowed to say. So like, gosh, darn, you know, fart. I don't know. Fart's you can say cockamamie. <laughs> you can say that. Oh, I love it. So talk about that. That's a loophole word, right? So you 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 refer like so cockamamie. Let's just go with it, right? Yes. So you can just say that. Oh, then you latch onto it, you know, and be like cockamamie, 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 because you're like legit. You can't. <laughs> eh, it's not bad. It's on your list because you can't say the like can't take off mani, you know. Yeah. Um. Well, but uh, so I be, oh, go ahead, Keith. I worked at a summer camp and we weren't allowed to swear at all, you know, on staff, but we could say crap. So every curse became crap. It was, what the crap? And crap you, you, you crap and crapper, you know? So, like, <laughs> as a result of them banning certain words but saying crap was okay, crap became so overused, it was ridiculous. That's funny. I couldn't say crap either. Well, surprised you could say good morning. I don't know. It's just, like, yeah. everything's illegal. What's so good it about illegal. it? It was wow. funny, though, because you'd go to and say shoot, and... It, 
Every once in a while, my parents thought that we did not say shoot. You said the other one. Yep. Well, now I get it, too, because when I'm older, I can't hear as well. So when your parents do say whatever, we just can't be, if we do have another child, we just can't be the one that gets their names mixed up. Because it's like every oh. grandparent and parents. Oh, that's just like, life. You, you know, yeah. your grandpa calls for you and is like, Gwen, no, Chris, no, Gwen, Chris, Chris, come over here. Our, our studio audience member, Ryan, uh, get like he'll be hanging out with somebody. And then he'll call me on the phone and he'll call me that person's name constantly. Oh, he's so. shaking his head no, but I happen to believe Chris. <laughs> whenever whenever we hang out with my mom's sister, my aunt, she always calls me Sherry. And I'm like, really, Mom? Really? You know, I'm your daughter. But so, yeah, she'll call me Sherry, Sherry and she'll call my, my aunt Sherry Kara. The case of the mistaken identity. Yeah. Yep. Gabe says that Puerto Rico is swear word paradise. <laughs> I would have him type something in, but it would just get filtered. Yeah, I know. It's like you can't cover. type anything in. And like my word filter is the strongest. I should have never copy pasted. I should have just come up with a list. Uh, Juliet says, speaking about stories, I can't wait for Jeremy to be sharing stories about his son when he's older. Oh, I know. I know. Well, keep him away from wiring electrical hot and everything else. So, okay. So one of the funniest Chris's has ever laughed, Keith, was, did you hear we had a, we talked about uh, some stories. Okay. And my coworker, was obsessed with getting these new pair of Crocs. And I've got two <laughs> stories here. And so we came up with a funny joke that if you decked out... So first, Keith, do you own a pair of Crocs? Let's just get that straight for the record. I Do, do I? No, I do not own a okay. pair of Crocs. But you do know that like little strap that goes behind your foot, right? Oh, yeah. My daughter's got yeah. Crocs, so I'm, I'm oh. well aware of the strap. Do you have a name for that strap? No, I think I'd probably just call it the heel strap, maybe. So I heard some two funny ones. One girl at work called it the adventure strap. Because if you're going to put it on, you're going on for an adventure. And then that, Chris came up with I'm going on an adventure. And then Chris came up with croc lock. Ooh. It locks your crocs on. So then he took it a step further and Kara said that. This is the last time he left. He's already losing it. Okay. You could bedazzle your crocs. So Chris says, oh, what? Like a croc ring? <laughs> <laughs> so, so he, 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 he lost it when he and said so that. So that slid in. People didn't catch it right away, and then Jeremy thought that I said the other thing. Yes, and then I'm sitting here losing my mind at how clever I thought I was. So, and so that everything just fell apart at that point. So here's what's funny about the podcast is when I bring up a topic. Since that podcast, I've had at least ten pictures of Crocs sent to me camouflage crocs that people because Derek can't find a pair that was the joke because Derek couldn't find a pair i've had people send me uh, riding motorcycles and they've got the adventure strap on or the croc lock on i've seen tons of crocs come through my inbox so last week we were talking about 90s nostalgia and i told a pog story after that i got a phone call my mom still has Pogs from the nineties, not what? mine. Her own Pogs. Your that mom she likes being with the trends. I'll say that. Yeah, she did. She had. We had Beanie Babies and everything else. But yes, my mom actually has some Pogs. So I was gonna go get them and like be like, bam, and then you know, drop Pogs. Does your mom have a tech deck? No, she doesn't. I don't believe. Did you. we talk about a tech deck? <laughs> no. <laughs> we talked about those at work this week because you're not gonna believe what I've been playing this past week. Tony Hawk's Underground. No. Hacky sack. Really? And Ooh. not going to lie, I'm not bad at it, actually. I'm kind of good. 
I can do like ten on my own with no Dang, help. Dang, that's then, ten more than I've ever done. And then uh, I don't have the knee flexibility to make that happen. I, I've learned the lingo now. So if you search for hacky sack, I want to know: Do people call it hacky sack or do they call it foot bag? Because if you go to buy one, are, <laughs> are there any people in the world who call it foot bag? Well, if you go to buy one, hey, it might get be, out of your foot bag. It could be a Minnesota thing because if you go to buy one, if you look up hacky sack. It, it says, oh, do you mean footbag? And, like, people sell them as footbags. I wonder so, if Hacky Sack is a uh, brand. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's, like, uh, but, trademarked. Hmm, interesting. The, oh, and Kleenex is a tissue. Well, know? then I, yeah, then I learned, tissue. though, that if you're playing footbag and you drop it, <laughs> you've broke the hack. That was the lingo from the 90s, I guess. So I don't know if it Slang like is weird. evolved into hacky sack, but that was called breaking the hack. <laughs> Branson's foot bag. <laughs> that's coming from California. We know it's not foot bag. <laughs> so we have been, it, I just the nostalgia, but guess what? Do you know I get like, so, <laughs> okay. Not going to throw myself under the bus, but there may be some days on the weekend or whatever. I might not take a shower for a day. Okay, and Carol will be like, "Oh, did you shower today? Did you shower today? Did you shower?" Yes, woman, I showered. <laughs> oh wow! Anyways, this is the social so, abuse podcast. <laughs> playing hacky sack, I get so sweaty that I can't even wait until nighttime to take a shower. We play hacky sack like we get an hour to work out, so we've been playing hacky sack. I get so sweaty and worked up playing hacky sack that I have to shower the instant I get home. I can't even wait because of how sweaty I am. It's ridiculous. That is a cardio workout because you're picking the you like we're not that good as a group. So it's like somebody misses, you pick the ball up or pick pick up the foot bag <laughs> or the hacky sack, and it's like I'm up and then I'm down and then I'm up and then I'm down and then I'm up and then I'm down. you just get sweaty. It's unbelievable. I can feel my heart rate go up. It's my new exercise. Who needs to run? Just play hacky sack. It'll let you know how out of shape you are. I swear. <laughs> Do you have any uh, hacky sack stories, Keith? You were a cool guy well, once. So we, we used to play hacky sack a lot in high school, and we, we weren't good enough to do the real moves, so we made up all our, <laughs> our, all our own moves. So uh, when, you, uh, when the hacky sack is coming too high for you to kick, you, you stick out your elbow. That was called the one-finned fish. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, and then when it when when you kick the hacky sack really hard and it makes a uh, like a big arch in the air, we call that the golden arches. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, oh, and then there was another one when so I'm sure this happens to you lately, Jeremy, when you're playing. But the hacky sack it's about to kind of go towards one person, but it might be kind of closer to another person, and it oh, just kind of yeah. falls to the ground, and neither person goes for it. Yep. That's called a scary. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to tell people these now. Or like, do it you, you know, you both got scared, so nobody went for it. It was a scary. Um, well, and then there's or oh, you man. kick each other's foot. Like you both, <laughs> yeah, you just kick each other. I think that might have just been called the stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but That's but like every every eventuality. These aren't even really moves I'm describing. There's just like eventualities. But every eventuality that could happen in Hacky Sack had a name. Okay. Well, That's awesome. I, since you've played, and has everybody played? Have you played Hacky Sack? I never played. I watched people, but I never played. I used so, to try and play in middle school. So there's a problem with where we work, is that there's obstacles. Yeah, there's not enough Hacky Sack space <laughs> in this government there's building. The in the <laughs> there's, there's chairs in the way and workbenches and miscellaneous. Things are in the way, right? So I thought, how cool would it be <clears throat> to have a Hacky Sack park 
but that was like a pinball machine. So if you kicked it onto a surface that wasn't the ground, it like launched it back like a pinball machine. I think that would be a really cool room. Like if you had a stadium. If you could engineer that, that would be interesting. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Like if the hack sack fell on it and then it would be like, boom, and kick it back into play. That way you wouldn't lose it to these like stalls. Just hopefully it doesn't (laughs) launch into somebody's face. Then you hit it and then you hack it up again. What I'm hearing, Jeremy, is you're too old to bend over to pick up a hacky sack. Well, or it just (laughs) falls onto stuff. That's that's, like not in a thing. But keep keep it going, you know? Because if it's on the floor, it's dead. That's fine. Brad says, who gets sweaty playing hacky sack? I broke my leg playing pickleball. Yeah. Your athletic prowess isn't anything to be proud of. Uh, it's not. It's truly not. I, you know, the biggest shocker, I like the, seriously, out of every story I've ever tell told or tell, is I start off with, well, back when I was playing like hockey, this blah blah blah, people always stop me and go, You played hockey? <laughs> well, yes, I did, actually, as a matter of fact. I wasn't bad at all. <laughs> Gwen said you could fuck a room with pegs. Yes, exactly. Anyways, all right. So Hacky Sack's making a comeback. Saying it now. He wants me to crochet him a BB-8 Hacky Sack and a Death Star Hacky Sack. And I was like, you how know cool how difficult that would be would to that crochet be? those tiny little designs and this well, tiny you gotta little little sack. And you got to get the beans in there somehow. Right, seriously. Like, dude, I am not that good. Like... Go to Etsy. It's, Etsy it's, probably has it. No, they don't. There's not that many Star Wars hacky sacks. There's not that many hacky sacks anymore. Well, you got to look for foot bag first off. <laughs> <laughs> so and then BB-8 foot bag. And then you're on the, I, I do agree. Somebody said it sounds like an insult. It does. <laughs> You're such a foot oh, bag. Oh, thanks, Kara. <laughs> Gwen says make a bunch of them and sell them for money, Kara. Take me to make one. Just sell like, for a hundred dollars. Ten hundred years. Some loser out there pay a hundred bucks for one, like Jeremy. Um, all right. Well, so Keith, you were on tonight. It, it has been a joy. Do you have any ending words, words of wisdom, any last plugs you want to do for projects or any anything? The floor is yours, Keith, before we wrap up tonight. Well, you know, it's just great to be here. It's it sucks that oh, I can't say that on this podcast. It stinks <laughs> that it's been so long since I've seen you guys because of all the quarantine and all that stuff. But yeah, it's just great to be back. Thanks for having me. I, I agree. It has. Um, we learned a lot tonight. Mm-hmm. We're gonna keep tweaking our processes because our goal, Keith, is to have more guests on. And right now, like word uh, or over the phone is the best way to go. That's for sure, is uh, to do that. So we got to refine our process. So you were really like a guinea pig tonight. I re- I'm, I'm serious. Like, we really appreciate you mm-hmm. uh, working through us. I, I want to say, just so people know, we have Keith over uh, online, which is going to be the audio that's recorded, and Keith on the phones. So we have you in two things so that Kara and I can also hear you, which is just <laughs> really funny to me. But that's, we're doing these things to make it work. And I, and I think for a couple of people from northern Minnesota, it turned out pretty yeah. good. Turned yeah. out really good. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, Chris, if you've got room, I will wear a mask if I can come watch or be a part of the wraparounds. I would love that. Um, oh, I, I'll, you know, um, we're working on getting a location right now, and I promised them that we would keep it to an absolute minimum in terms of people. Yep. So I don't know if I can let you uh, come around and watch. But I will take pictures Jeremy's- for you. Jeremy's going to crawl up into a tree somewhere <laughs> with binoculars and just watch them. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would love that, actually. Yeah, right? It's like uh, the joke we have with Chris being our photographer when we go on yeah, do, like, Disneyland and things like that. 
Um, so I do have to make you sit through uh, Star Wars leaks, Keith. Unfortunately, that's the life that we live. So okay, I'm, I'm done. Uh, we go onto Reddit, and so we are a Star Wars podcast. That means we have to talk about Star Wars occasionally to maintain that status, at least once. <laughs> and yeah, the thing that we came up with is going on to Reddit.com/slash/star/slash/StarWarsLeaks and looking at the uh, the top posts of the last week. So this week, the top posts of r slash Star Wars leaks. Um, looks like uh, Darth Vader number four features the return of Rick Oley, the pilot from The Phantom Menace. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm not super familiar, so but that's... Darth that Vader was, number four? The comic. Marvel yeah. comic. Oh. Yep. Um, Ludwig Göransson will return to score season two of The Mandalorian. If he, he didn't Ooh, that's that. that's a very, what very good news. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is quoted as saying, "We started a couple months ago. I'm extremely excited. John is taking the story to places I didn't even know existed, and I think it's so fun." Oh, that, oh man, man. So I'm freaking excited. October, we're almost there, guys. We're Couldn't say that at my friend's house, Chris. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so forking excited. <laughs> to horse a piece. <laughs> um. The official Jedi Fallen Order soundtrack will be released August 21st. That's Thursday, I believe. That's coming up. Yeah. Wow. Um, they're doing a Lego Star Wars holiday special on Disney Plus. I yes, saw this. I saw uh, that. I'm yes. excited. Oh, I'm kind of awesome. excited. That's great. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually two posts in a row are about that. And then uh, uh, StarWars.com has revealed the narrators for Star Wars The Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark, which include Clone Wars voice actors. Oh, uh, James cool. Arnold Taylor, Matt Lanter, uh, Corey Burton, Nikita Fuderman, Sam Witwer, voice of um, Darth Maul. Cool. Olivia Hack Baker? and Catherine oh, I'm Taylor. Sure. I'm sure. Oh, Let's, Deep Bradley Baker's not in there. Uh, not on this list, but I'm sure that they might have yeah, uh, a bigger and list. And Catherine Tabor is the voice of Padme, so. So, yeah, so the, they're close. bringing back the heavy hitters. That'll be, that's awesome. That's and then awesome. I have one that we can end on. You ready? Yes. I have a Star Wars leak. They just came out with the comic that has made the connection between Luke's lightsaber on Cloud City and Maz Katana, whatever. That's right. So there is a comic book. You can go out and find which one it is if you just search it. And, uh, yeah, you can learn about the connection Mm -hmm. of how the lightsaber was recovered and how it got to Maz. Yeah, like, I think it's... um, The thing I saw is, like, who caught Luke's lightsaber on Bespin? Yep. That is, like, a big plot hole mm-hmm. to fill in or to finish yeah, and tell that story. Everybody's wondering how Maz got it. Like, last time you know, we thought it was falling. Not to be one of those people, and also not to send us down a rabbit hole, but, like, I think if you're going to drop something like that into a movie, you have to show it in the movie. Or just don't don't include it at all. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's a Chekhov's gun thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you're going to show a gun in the first act, it has to go off in the third act. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. This is tangentially related. Well, a little bit. Welcome to the podcast, Jeremy. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know what show we were watching, but we were watching something, mm-hmm. and uh, a guy was falling, and he cracked the joke. They're like, "Grab my hand." He's like, "No, I'll just slide down the side and then fall into a chute." I totally know what's going to happen, or something. <laughs> in reference was... to Luke, which what? was really funny, like sliding, like was falling. It was it DuckTales? I thought it was when they were on one of their adventures. So it was something we were watching. They made a joke about it. I just thought it was pure gold. That's that awesome. They made that joke. So, 
Well, that is, I think, all we have for episode 67 of oh the podcast. Oh my goodness, we've made way too many of these. So Keith almost, almost was on 1632 and 64. Oh man. So we're, we, were, we were close to making that happen, but whatever. Uh, Gabe said tonight's episode has been awesome. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you so much. Brad says fun times. We've had a blast talking to you guys. Yeah, 100%. You know, if you've made it this far into the video, you've made it to the end of the video. So go ahead and give it a like if you like this type of content and you want to see more stuff like it. Comment down below with stuff you want to hear us talk about in the future. Obviously, you can write emails to Jeremy at Contact Arise the Podcast. We'll feature you guys on there. Subscribe if you're not already. Ring the notification bell to be notified every time we upload a video or go live. We're doing that now. Thank you guys so much for watching. And of course, may the force be with you.